Hey guys, you're listening to Millennials at the Movies. I'm Amy. And I'm Novi, and welcome back to our second bonus episode. Today we're finishing up our series with an extremely goofy movie. According to Google Movies, Goofy is deeply proud of his college-bound son, Max. For his part, Max, who is more cool and collected than his frantic and clumsy father, is eager to take on some fresh experiences with his new independence. So he's understandably flustered when his dad crashes his college life to finish his own degree. Goofy repeatedly embarrasses Max, and their bond is tested as never before. It's streaming on Disney+. Plus. On Rotten Tomatoes, the critics give it a 63, and the audience gives it a 48, almost the exact opposite scores for the original Goofy movie. Wow. Um, yeah, this was... It's so funny to me, because with as much as I loved a Goofy movie, um, you know, originally when I watched it as a kid, um, I don't remember this one pretty much at all um as I went back I know I've seen it I just didn't remember it pretty much at all um the entire time I'm like okay something's gonna happen where I'm gonna be like oh yeah I remember this and I think like one thing did and that was basically it um it's strange to me to see you know this my first cartoon crush (laughs) max all grown up going to college it's like a weird thing where it's like he's part of my family or something like that you know like oh you're older now and you're going to college now isn't that adorable oh I thought Um, you were gonna say that it broke your heart like goofy because that poor man (laughs) (laughs) yeah um that was beginning of the movie when he has to say goodbye to Max and Max leaves his little teddy bear behind uh and then he sees it and he like is all heartbroken about it and stuff I want to say is basically the only part of the movie I felt bad for Goofy Mm -hmm. and like and then the whole rest of the way I was just like no no stop just stop everything that you're doing stop that (laughs) <laughs> I will say there but are yeah. other parts that I felt bad for him during, but we'll get there. Hmm. Okay. And maybe maybe I'm just not remembering that I felt bad for him <laughs> in other parts because that was a really, really heartbreaking, touching, and I think probably pretty realistic scene to a lot of people who do have kids that grow up and leave and they're like eager to get the hell out of their parents house and run off to college with their friends you know um and then just the parents and the sadness of like the empty bedroom and the toys and the clothes left behind and stuff like that so I think they did a really really cool job with that because it felt really real they did and you know what bring your stuffed animal always you will regret it if you, you don't I don't care how old you are bring it (laughs) yes I agree but it did not start out with that it started out with a congratulations on going to college barbecue that's right Mm -hmm. and Goofy says what I think is one of the most ironically funny lines in the entire thing Hmm. remember you're going off to college to make something of yourself (laughs) (laughs) that's true Uh, Goofy he has he has a caring heart and he has the best intentions I feel like just always anytime you see Goofy in anything he's just um missing a few brain cells um well, but, that's the yeah. point of Goofy 
And I yeah. think that was my least favorite scene of Max in the entire series, too. Mm-hmm. Because he is talking about how his father is a little bit overbearing about him going to college. And PJ tries to open up to Max about how neglectful his dad is. And Max completely yeah. blows him off. Yeah. I just, I, w- I always wish for something better for PJ. And we'll talk more about PJ later. But I can't believe what, I mean, okay, it's, it's, here's where I'm going to come from on this. Pete is such the, the villain always but then you kind of like I sat there and I went why would you make this person a father why did they decide Walt Disney why did you decide <laughs> to give him a child like why would we do that let's not give the villain guy a child I know he's not supposed to be like this big villain especially in this in um extremely goofy movie he's not the villain really he doesn't really do much of anything but I still hated him so much and I felt so bad for PJ again as I did in a goofy movie and I just I wish that they had at least made something better there you know well he they was didn't. supposed to be the bad guy I, I not even the bad guy as traditional as in a villain cartoon, but he was supposed to be the bad father that you compare Goofy to, to go, oh, well, you know, he's a little clumsy, but he ain't so bad. <laughs> yeah. <sighs> yeah, um, I just always want better for PJ. And uh, at least there's some good in this movie, I guess, <laughs> for PJ, as far as that goes. Um, like, people treating him a certain way. But yeah, I agree, Max was... I, I'm going to say Max was kind of a dick through the entire movie. And that's well, I, hard for me to say. He was the typical self-involved, I'm going to rule the school college kid. <laughs> yeah. And as much as it is realistic, it wasn't particularly likable. Yeah. Um, I don't think anybody is ever supposed to like that person. Because that person, I mean, maybe eventually in a movie, if they do, if the point is that they grow and change and blah, blah, blah. But you're not supposed to like the person who's like, I'm going to rule the school and I'm going to be better than everyone. And I'm not going to care about your feelings or anybody else's feelings. I'm just going to care about popularity. That's it. Like, you're not supposed to like that person. At least I hope not. Um, And they made, they did a good job, I think, with pushing Max to that extreme where I as a person who loves Max, was able to hate Max in this movie. I never hated him in this movie. I think he was a typical college kid. And I think he was he was the only one of the main two that actually remembered what he learned in a goofy movie. Like, mm-hmm. he was still more willing to meet his dad halfway. His dad was just asking for way more than halfway again. Yeah, I agree. I just feel like... Maybe I just don't like college kids. Maybe I'm at that age where it's just like, oh, you stupid college kids. Will you grow up and understand things already? <laughs> Except I'm sure I was just an, as much an idiot when I was that age, you know? Um, but yeah, I just, maybe, I, I think the thing is, is that I have higher expectations of Max, especially because as a kid, he did better than as a college kid. Um, he didn't really, though, because in the first one, they were chanting his name and he was super into it. He always wanted to be the true. popular noticed guy. That's true. 
It's just he was doing a better job at it when he was younger accidentally than he was when he was older with his little X games. Oh, God, the X games. (laughs) It feels like our childhoods, everything was like, okay, bro, do you want to watch a Brink or do you want to watch Rocket Power or do you want to watch the X games goofy movie? Yeah, we are really, really old. That feels so long ago. Like, when you think about just X Games, I'm like, yeah, that was like 100 years ago. And then you're like, oh, wait, that was our childhood. Shit. Yeah, and there were a couple of years where everything, like Scooby-Doo, the What's New Scooby-Doo series had an episode where they were at the X Games and one of the skaters did a voice for it and they were helping him solve a crime for a skater ghost or something (laughs) and it's just like that was our childhood for two years everybody didn't skate stayed home and watched other people skate on tv (laughs) yeah we we thought we seemed I think to be a lot more active than kids these days but we weren't actually it's just other people were and we watched them be active (laughs) we did yeah (laughs) I was, we need I was super into X Games, though. I was just saying, I'm, I was super into the X Games. Not like I was like a big fan of the X Games, but more like I was a big fan of skaters. <laughs> um, so I like this movie for me. Watching it now, because like I said, I don't really remember watching it originally. Um, it kind of brought out that part of me a little bit. I was like, yes, X Games, badass. <laughs> like I don't know why I got really excited about that whole thing. Oh, very adorable. (laughs) Thank you. Now, yeah, we need to talk about Goofy because it's difficult for me with him in this movie because in part, I find him super sympathetic. And Mm -hmm. in part, I think he's the worst. (laughs) Yep. Now, I, I lean more towards the worst part in this movie for some reason. So I'm curious to see what you're sympathetic about. But go ahead. (laughs) I want to start where he's the worst first. Okay. (laughs) They try to make his workplace out as being so evil and so corrupt. Like his bosses are bad people for not giving him a break. But Mm -hmm. he falls into such a deep depression that his son went to college that Mm -hmm. he causes thousands of dollars of damage due to his (laughs) own incompetence. Yeah. They're not being evil It's not like he was doing a good job and they're like, you're frowning, you're fired. He probably caused tens of thousands of dollars of damages, both in broken Mm. products, broken machines, lost productivity, because all of that has to be cleaned. Mm. He deserved to be fired. He deserved to lose that job. Yep. Like, okay, if you were that upset about it, maybe like call out, like, don't go into work that day. And I feel for him because like when you're upset about something sometimes it is better to just go do your normal things so that you can get your mind off of it but clearly that wasn't going to happen for him and I mean I know it's also kind of a simpler thing to just be like we'll just call out sick but you know one day would have been okay I'm not saying call out sick every single day but I feel like he needed a day to just get used to the fact that his son was gone you know I don't think this was a day sort of thing. We saw in the movie multiple times that he fell into such a deep depression that he started Mm -hmm. to have like acid trip lucid dreams. 
<laughs> and we're gonna come back to that very soon. <laughs> I but yeah, honestly think that he has very high highs and very low lows, and they're not the kind of lows that you crawl out of in a day that you took off home. I think every day he went back to his lonely apartment without his child, he would have fell all the way back in and I don't think he was going to get out of it without some outside help. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> and I think maybe that's why I thought of Max as being such a dick because like you get to see just how bad it is for goof but then that's not fair because it's not like it's max's fault like he's going to college it's not like he's yelled at his dad and is like i'm never going to see you again bye i hate you you know it's just he's just going off to college which is just something that people do but yeah i uh, those beginning well i mean not the very beginning scenes but like those scenes where he is so depressed and he can't like he's with the locker scene where he's looking at all the baby pictures of max that he has posted in his locker was heartbreaking too and just i wish that there was another thing that happened as a result of this like even if it was still you know goofy behavior um he went to his college (laughs) well that's not good (laughs) it's not I will say two things um that job placement lady was not a very good job placement lady because you don't have to have a college degree to be placed at a job nope we've seen him work many jobs we've seen him excel at many jobs Mm -hmm. we've seen him excel at taking photos of I was gonna say one job yeah (laughs) but he's done a variety of jobs in other goofy shorts and he has done okay at some of them. There are other things he can do. So that's a very awful thing for her to have said. It wasn't necessary. Yeah. But. Well, yeah. Oh, okay. would you like to go ahead? I was just going to ask, was that lady hitting on him? I'm not sure. It was very weird to me because it felt like he, she was flirting with him the entire time. And then when it ended, I was like, huh, I'm not sure what the hell that was. So. Yeah, it was weird. But go ahead. But I can go back to Goofy's depression and what I think actually set it off. Hmm. Okay. I don't know if you connected the timeline of Goofy based on what that woman was saying. I probably didn't. He went to college in the 70s, but he dropped out before he finished. You got that, right? Yeah. He dropped out because he couldn't afford not to work due to the birth of his now 18-year-old son. Oh, shit. That's a horrifying situation for any parent to have to put your own life on the back burner because you can't live it anymore. Right. Yeah. And it's very hard. And I really respond to that because I was a young parent too. And that just got me. Mm-hmm. And to put your life on hold when you were in college and then have the child that you put it on hold for go off to college has to be a- another layer on top of the pain. Yeah. However, don't go to his college. Don't go to his college. <laughs> go, you can go to any college you want and not, not yeah. that one. <laughs> like, and it wasn't like it was their local college. You know what I mean? Like, it was a bit away. 
So if you were going to travel to another college anyway, you could have looked at another town nearby that has a college or whatever, somewhere else. You didn't, it wasn't like it was, oh, it's just down the street. So it makes more sense for me to go to this college. No, it was a different college entirely in a different location where you had to go live there was so far away, you know? So you could even tell that it was so far away because PJ, Bobby, and Max even did the stupid map gag where they drove with a map <laughs> in front of them until they almost got hit by a car that they yep. did in the first one. Yep. <laughs> yeah. Uh, he, that was, that was the thing, though, where it was just one of those moments where it's like, okay, you got to go back to college for your job. And that's cool. That's great. Actually, that's a really good thing for you. You probably should do something like that to better yourself or whatever, like something that clearly he ended up being excited about. However, I think, A, he was excited about it initially when he realized that he got to be with Max again. Um, And B, like, go be excited and live your life elsewhere. And there's a, in in a Goofy movie, there's that whole thing where he's talking about, oh, I'm going to take a trip with my best friend or whatever. And Goof, I mean, and Max says, um, oh, Donald Duck. And so they brought that in in the first one. In the second one, they didn't mention them or anything like that. But I feel like it's one of those moments where you're like, you do have friends, though. So I can't even sit here and be like, well, his son left and his only other friend is Pete. So shrug he doesn't have anyone else for him you know what I mean but it's like I think I'm thinking way 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 too deep into this movie (laughs) you are now I'll think deeper but in a very different way if Goofy only needs a year to finish college there's no way he and Max are in the same class ever point (laughs) yeah that's I did, would not have thought of that. That is going a, a step further than I feel like. If I feel like if we had a conversation with the writers of this movie, they'd be like, "It's it's a cartoon for kids. Please stop." <laughs> well, and really, the entire main plot, if you're not thinking about the skateboarding and stuff, is mm-hmm. that Max wants to kind of explore a little when he gets to college he doesn't want to be completely about his classes and his course load he wants to make friends and have fun and do his classes whereas when goofy shows up he immediately starts treating it like a boot camp like they're going to be study buddies and he has to wake up at the crack ass of dawn and all that kind of things and he has to keep his dorm room clean and it's just like living with his dad again and on one hand it's very relatable to want your child to have more than you had. And on the other hand, he's so unlikable. He has no respect for his adult son and his time and and his feelings and his friends. He Max lives with his friends. Even if that is your son and you want to go and wake him up because you think he should follow some schedule or do this or do that, you like that still doesn't give you like if you have the right to do that to your son, I'm like that's debatable, but I'm going to say even if that is a thing because that's your son, you can't just barge in to these boys' room like you are not Bobby's and PJ's father. You can't just get like wake all of them up and ruin their college experience too just because your son is living with them here I thought that was the worst part for me with that whole thing 
Hmm. And Max was trying really hard and he was really putting in the effort to make things not like they were in the first movie. Hmm. And Goofy was completely trampling over that to the point where both Bobby and PJ were like, get him the fuck out of here. I don't want him here. Yep. Well, we don't know anything about Bobby's family, but we do know about PJ's dad. And we know that PJ, like, this is PJ's escape. This is his, okay, I'm finally out of that man's house. I can be me. I can do what I want. And then it's like, oh, good. My childhood best friend's dad is here now. Fun. This is going to be great. This, I mean, this is still going to be my dream, I'm sure. Like, it's... And it's not even like Max has been there a while and isn't going to his classes and is failing all, all of them or whatever, even failing one of them. He just got there and it's not like he's not going to his classes. He just knows that he'd rather sleep in so his classes don't start until like noon or whatever, which is a very typical college kids, especially first year college kids um, thing to do. If they have classes later in the day, you're not going to want to wake up at 6 a.m. to go to class. Nobody does, you know. Um, so it's not like he wasn't doing what he was supposed to do and then Goofy found out and then got all pissed off, you know, he just did it because, because I think what they did with Goofy is went even more extreme than they did in the first one in a Goofy movie and made him an extremely Goofy movie. Yeah. Good point. (laughs) I didn't even register that I just said that word. Wow. Um, but like it's it went, I think he was tolerable in a goofy movie. In an extremely goofy movie, he was annoying pretty much the entire time, with very few exceptions. He was. And you said something about PJ in that, where you said that you thought this was him getting to be who he really was. Mm-hmm. I think he was the most authentically college part of this movie because he was not who he was. His entire personality, this whole movie is who do I have to be to make this girl interested in me? And that is so real. That's a good point. Um, I I more meant like, I don't have to follow my dad's rules. I guess I worded that incorrectly. But yeah, you're right. Um, I want to talk about that now. I'm going to be jumping around a little bit by doing this, but I have to talk about PJ and she doesn't actually have a name, right? She's just for like, do, do, does she have a name? Now I'm trying Hooray to think. Hooray girl. Her name is Hooray girl, girl, right? Literally. That's her name. Okay, cool. I And I looked it up and I'm like, maybe I just like missed it or something. Okay. Anyway, um, Beret girl and PJ. I don't care if he's pretending to be whoever he needs to be for this girl to like him. It's adorable and get you some. PJ get you some (laughs) like it was awesome I loved everything about them together I was so happy that it wasn't just like Bobby got the girl as much as I do love Bobby like I'm so glad that it was PJ and that he won her over by like sure you're pretending to be somebody that you're not however you are putting in a hundred percent you are reading and memorizing this shit to impress her do it get it good like he she knows you're not that guy anyway but she probably knows that you're willing and willing to put in this effort for her so then she'll be willing to put in the effort for you well hopefully (laughs) we don't really get to know her that well but well she should have gone to his x games uh performance if she was really 
willing to put in the effort for him. Maybe but he didn't tell her. Maybe I'll he didn't this about <laughs> her. Yeah. Um, I think she was oddly likable, even though she was really pretentious. <laughs> but I also think the movie could have done without her character and been perfectly fine. Like, if that whole everything to do with her wasn't there, I wouldn't think it, the movie would go any differently at all. Yeah, I agree. Yeah, there wouldn't have been any changes. But I still am glad that she was there. I actually, initially, especially, I was just like, okay, I get what they're going for. But I'm really annoyed of this character now because it's it was like so much. It was constantly, that's just how she always spoke. And I just was done with it pretty early on. And then eventually she grew on me. And that might just be because of I was I was so happy for PJ that I ended up liking her as a result. <laughs> now, I never liked her, but I did love Sylvia. I loved Sylvia, too. Sylvia is probably who I would have wanted to be in this movie when I was a little kid. <laughs> I love... Mm-hmm. I love that she was, like, the mousy quiet librarian by day and <laughs> like fucking disco queen by night and <laughs> yep all in disco queen like this is my jumpsuit before jumpsuits were cool <laughs> yep and what i love too is that she never became that girl that was just like oh, but he's my man and I'm going to do this and I'm like, I'm just going to let him get away with it. Like, especially because he, she was the mousy librarian, but she was still like, yeah, no, you can't just be a dick and get away with it. I'm going to like, make sure you, you know, to fix your shit. Uh, speaking of dicks though, Goofy must give a good one because <laughs> for him to act the way he did toward her and yeah. to be as goofy and clumsy as he is and not make good money and look like that and she's still like oh I'm so charmed by you that I forgive you and want you (laughs) back it's like honey what are you doing you are a fine ass professional whatever you are get you better yeah well but he's the only person probably that went up to her in the fucking library at a college and went oh is that an authentic um, mood ring probably never happened to this woman since the 70s so I get it (laughs) but also maybe the D is really good I don't want to think about that though that's really gross (laughs) yeah I think he was just as unlikable with her most of the time Mm. as he was with Max the only thing is you know he liked her mood ring and he fingered her in the park (laughs) Oh, that was a that was a weird scene for me. I was like, what are you guys doing right now? What is happening? Is this some weird like like G-rated this is our version of sex cuz we can't show you sex kind of a scene cuz that's what it, it felt like. It really did feel like that. Yeah. They did finger stuff. And by that, <laughs> I mean they kind of mind dancing with their hands. Yeah, they but- didn't Finger. It was coded finger stuff. Yeah. I will say that the really stripped down version of You Make Me Feel Like Dancing that they were playing in the background was so perfect. Yeah, I think the music choices in general were pretty good in this movie. I was so sad 
when I went to watch this movie and realized it was not a musical. I was like, but wait, what? What do you mean it's not a musical? Screw you. <laughs> I missed that. <laughs> I can't imagine I would have wanted... I can't imagine music would have changed how I felt about this either way, let's say. Yeah, I don't think it would have fit. I think it actually would have made it weirder and not, like, good. <laughs> I don't want to imagine Bradley singing. Oh, Bradley. I kind of just don't want to imagine Bradley. <laughs> I will say this. Bradley <laughs> is the voice of Johnny Bravo. And you don't hear it at oh, all, which no. is a testament to the skill of this voice actor. And wow, I love I... Johnny Bravo so much. <laughs> That's, yeah, I never, ever would have connected that. I also didn't really know Johnny Bravo, so. Like, I never watched Johnny Bravo. Uh, That's sad, and I feel sad for you. <laughs> but you don't hear it come through as Bradley, and I appreciate that. But yeah. Bradley... In some movies, you have a villain, and that's mm. great. And in some movies that are parodies, you have a caricature of a villain, and that's also mm. great, like Spaceballs. However, mm. he is more like a caricature of a caricature of a villain. <laughs> it's very strange. Mm. Like, yeah, he's yeah. saying all of the right villain things, except they're so cliched and <laughs> so strangely said like why would you sit there in a room full of people that already know you cheat and say out loud we're gonna cheat (laughs) who says that who (laughs) acts like you maybe they did it so that the little kids who are watch who are watching the movie i I said are but let's be honest no little kids are watching this movie today um but the little kids that were watching the movie who are like oh i don't get it what are they gonna do they're like oh we have to throw it in there so they understand they're gonna be cheating they're bad guys well you do remember that in the last movie I said that I really appreciated the subtle way they handled things because it didn't mm-hmm. feel like they just tattooed the messages on the side of a fish and slapped you across the face with it. Here's yeah, your fish. So much- yeah. <laughs> yeah. They, uh, that whole, um, what do you call it? Fraternity of guys though, I feel like was very, very, college movie frat guys the only thing missing were were like the beer and the tits basically (laughs) you know they were I think they did a good job with that but yeah and then they just went we're gonna make it my god I keep wanting to use the word extreme I I get why they named that now but yeah they like took everything too far I feel like yeah too far to the point where it almost felt like parody. Yeah. Like, if you were making fun of a genre, that's how far you'd take it, except they weren't. Or were they? No, they weren't. I don't think they're that smart. (laughs) No, yeah, they were not. And yeah, I feel like that's just some of the stuff that... It was like a good setup for a movie, and then they just kind of went, okay, whatever. And and that's what we got. Yeah. <laughs> I feel like for Bradley to be the villain, his chemistry with Max should have been way better. Mm-hmm. And in all movies that have a villain, the chemistry between the villain and the hero has to be there or else it just doesn't sell. 
And it's not romantic chemistry. It's not friendship chemistry. Like Hercules and Hades from the Disney Hercules mm. had so much crazy hatred chemistry. <laughs> yeah. Scar and Simba from the Disney movie Lion King. And I'm only saying Disney movies because I know these people made them. <laughs> yeah. And I didn't even pick the best ones. <laughs> Is anybody really going to sit here and defend Hercules to me? You're not. <laughs> they might. You never know. Oh, I loved it. But anyway. <laughs> but they knew how to make yeah. a compelling villain and a compelling hero and have them have compelling head to head battles where they have that play back and forth where it just feels like something they tried to have that in this movie they had a head-to-head confrontation and i didn't feel anything yeah the only thing i felt was bobby's speech afterwards where it was just like a pep up you're not gonna let that show beat us are you Yeah, I'm going to go ahead and say that Bobby should be in everything all of the time. Like, every cartoon should, like, Bobby should just appear. I don't even care. Like, every cartoon movie should have Bobby there. He can look different. He can't sound different because we need Polly damn sure. Um, (laughs) But he can look different or he can look the same. I don't care. But he should just show up and make a speech like that. That's all I need. (laughs) I loved Bobby in this movie yeah me too like, he was always coded as the stoner kid in the first movie but when he leans over to the beret girl and says we could make some beautiful bongo music together <laughs> like oh my god Disney. yep he or shame. Ha- he had like the best lines in general um and my favorite line was his um Mine too. yay well and like he's my absolute favorite character in this like well, well in both of them <laughs> um but he says when he like and it's funny because it you just brought up the whole stoner thing and he's sitting there clearly stoned out of his mind looking at his hands and says huh do you ever wonder why we're always like wearing gloves and I'm like yes thank you I love you I love when movies or cartoons call themselves out on shit like that it's my favorite thing oh yeah that was a great one my favorite was when they were driving up to the college and max says welcome to the first day of the rest of our lives and bobby responds maybe sarcastically maybe not wow that's pretty deep did you get that off a bumper sticker (laughs) yep well what's more deep than bumper stickers in like the 90s or the early 2000s really those ones that you get off of the 50 cent machines that were like <laughs> yeah I know um, <laughs> the like quarter 50 cent machine stuff that the kids don't really get to experience anymore those were the best things ever all of the like the toys the candy the gum the the shit that like broke your teeth because it was so hard and you shouldn't have been eating it I know I'm going off on a tangent, but it was amazing. The giant gumballs. Yes. Who was that made for? (laughs) Like, did you make gumballs for an actual giant? Because that didn't fit in anybody's damn mouth comfortably. (laughs) Now, the mythos of Bobby in this movie is nuts, though. Because he's the stoner kid. Mm -hmm. And he's also the sarcastic one. And he's also the flirty one. And he's also the one whose choice of sleepwear is a pink tank top, blue hip hugger panties, and a frilly pink guy mask. Yep. 
Okay. And everybody just acts like that's normal it's for normal. him. We're just like yeah. classic Bobby. <laughs> yep. Oh, I wish we had more backstory on Bobby. Honestly, I want to know who his parents are. I want to know the people who raised this kid. I want to know like what his life was like before we get to see him. Um, he's just. I love how he handled the PJ and Beret girl thing because he's hitting on the girl and um, she's not giving him the time of day, basically. And he's not he hasn't given up. He clearly still wants to go for it because, you know, curvy body. He's into it. Um, But then, like, the second PJ gets her, he's just like, okay, I'm cool. I'm going to back up back off now because they're buddies. And like, fine, you seem to really like this chick. She's yours no hard feelings take her you know and he's yeah. like happy for her, him it was cute it's not like he really had like a crush on the girl it was just, like no. hot girl I shall mm-hmm. try I was like my bro look that's my bro <laughs> yeah and I love everything that we've mentioned about I don't think there's ever a point in either movie I mean and we don't really get to see him too too much in um the first one anyway but there is not a point where we get to see Bobby and I'm like I really wish you wouldn't he was constantly amazing. Now, I loved him in this movie, especially, but I don't want to know anything about his backstory. I think it would ruin him. It's like Kimmy Gibbler. Just let her be. Let Bobby <laughs> be. I don't want to know your family. I don't want to know where you come from. Unless you have a hot brother like Kimmy Gibbler, then we'll talk. But <laughs> I remember pretty much nothing about Kimmy Gibbler um and her, like her background story I know not a true 90s kid right here um but I do remember that he she had a hot brother that's mm-hmm. all I remember <laughs> all right. um speaking of hot people though mm-hmm. I want to talk just a little bit more about Sylvia because okay. I think she was adorable with Goofy I think her little congratulations dinner for him when she when he was going to graduate school was super cute it was. I think him with her was just as bad as him with Max. And mm. I also think that it's kind of shitty that suddenly he stopped trying to really be a good present dad the second that it was just like, oh, pretty girl wants my D. Okay, <laughs> I'm going to do everything with her now. Yep. Yeah, like, it's almost like he can't have more than one person to focus on he's not capable of it it's just it's all max or it's all sylvia or it's all literally anybody else that actually wants his attention at any time then he's like all in for that one person in that time and then the second that that like falls apart or whatever then he moves on to the next person or moves back to max more likely he did come through with that x games ending though he did he did and I love that that Max asked for him to help and I love that he showed up yeah well of course he did he's still goofy um my favorite thing with the end x games thing is um a character include the character we haven't really talked about yet um Tank Bradley's uh like bodyguard friend I I, I kind of thought he was funny anyway through the whole movie, even though I didn't like him. But then at the end, the fact that he wasn't just this asshole guy like Bradley, who was like, I don't give a shit if you rescued me. I'm going to go win the game now, you know? Um, 
especially like he could have done it to stay true to Bradley but I love that it was just like yeah no go go get it thank you like I owe you kind of a thing you know he appreciated and realized that Max was not an asshole and not somebody that he wanted to be actually like messing with now was it that he realized he didn't want to mess with Max or was it that he realized that Bradley fucked him over and was just like oh I have a new priority Bradley loses also I'm going to fucking murder him (laughs) I think it's a combination of the two because there's that moment where Max showed up and um, he said that he was like so happy to see him and whatever. And like I don't know, I just felt like he was actually honestly realizing like you're a good guy, you know? Yeah, I'm not saying like they were going to be best friends. Yeah, like they weren't going to be friends after that. They were probably never going to speak to each other again unless they like they had the same class or bumped into each other or something like that. But um I think it was also that, but yeah, definitely a bigger part of it was I'm going to fucking murder that little shit. Um, And also him losing was really good. (laughs) Now, that entire 10 minutes of the actual X Games is just a shittier version of the finale of Brink. Oh, I don't remember. (laughs) Yeah, Eric Von Detten and whatever the redheaded guy's name was. Mm-hmm. Val, sorry, real actor Val. <laughs> um, they are doing the X Games thing, and Val trips and pretends that he's really hurt. And Eric von Detten goes back to get him and help him up, and he pulls him down, gets up, and tries to um, race himself. Yeah. Except this one almost ends in a triple homicide instead of just in like a <laughs> backstabby little move. Yeah, yeah. The one in Brink was better. I'm I'll agree with you because Eric Von Detten was in it that's all I remember was that I had a crush on Eric Von Detten I really um, had a crush on Eric Von Detten no I know I'm not special. that's why he was in so many Disney Channel original <laughs> movies that's why AJ Troth existed after him uh, who AJ Troth okay, the guy okay. who looks kind of like him from Even Stevens okay we'll move oh, on oh yeah I remember him Oh, he was cute. He was too young at that time. Okay, anyway, we're, like, really off topic now. (laughs) Um, Side conversation for later. Um, But, yeah, I I don't remember that movie, but I do feel like the whole game, like, it just lasted too long, even though I was excited for the whole X Games thing. I feel like I was more excited the entire movie through leading up to the actual big games. So I was excited about them, like, skating around and like showing off and just whatever that kind of thing rather than actually competing i will say that i like that max didn't do the kind of stereotypical movie thing where he was clearly the better skater of the three of his friends and Mm -hmm. in another stereotypical movie he would have gotten an off from the gammas and would have joined and then yeah. later had to go apologize and they didn't do that yeah the only thing that I did have a problem with as far as like Max and his reaction to things and all of that is that PJ gets like what even happens to PJ PJ just kind of disappears and then shows up at the end of the movie he gets like blown out of the world essentially and nobody 
like we don't come back to that. I know it's like a Disney cartoon movie thing, but still, like I know even, he's okay, but come on. <laughs> even the referee doesn't just go, "Oh, hey, that's irregular." Yeah. Like, oh, guess the kid blew up. You need three people. <laughs> yeah, it was like at least Max could have, or Max or Bobby or both of them could have had a moment where it was just like what the hell like I hope PJ's okay they didn't even say that it was just like okay well PJ's gone now what do we do that made me upset for no good reason well and really Bradley could have won it right there if their whole thing was if you don't have three members you have to uh forfeit it could have easily just been well then they have to be disqualified because their third member was cheating he had rockets in his skates that's true yeah, they were the worst at cheating, Bradley's people. Like, the whole point of you cheating was so that they would lose because of the things that you were cheating with. So, use it. <laughs> but he wasn't that smart. No. <laughs> um, I'm going to go back to the 70s trippy, like, daydream thing that or hallucination or whatever the hell it was that Goofy had when he was supposed to be taking that really important test which apparently by the way to graduate college you have to take this giant test that is all of the subjects I believe it went like from math to like I don't know I don't remember the subject exactly but it was like a test on everything that's not how college works. You don't take one giant exam to, to graduate college after you've been in like one semester's worth of classes or even one year, you know? You have tests in each of your classes. They are separate. Okay, but do you really want to know what Goofy majors in? Not at all. Yeah, then <laughs> Yeah, but the daydream thingy... I don't know, maybe this is the part of me that's a hippie. I loved that. It was one of those, like, scenes where it was unnecessary, but I enjoyed it thoroughly. Especially the, like, Alice in Wonderland tea party thing that was happening. It was, I don't know, it was weird and fucked up and made no change to the movie at all. Because it could have literally just been one of those, like, cutscene type things where he starts the quiz or the exam and then suddenly the next scene is he's asleep drooling on the paper you know um without that whole thing but I thoroughly enjoyed it especially the like hippie goofy guy that was in it like constantly peace signing at him as Max is yelling at him he still has his like peace sign out like (laughs) It was so weird and I loved it. Maybe it was because I was tired when I watched the movie and it just felt really, really fitting for my moment. You always watch these when you're tired. I always watch movies when I'm tired. Yeah, that's because when I'm not tired, I'm doing shit. No, (laughs) I did love the daydream. And I loved that at that point, Goofy was starting to realize, oh, yeah, college and staying focused really is hard, even for me. And it was my whole thing that he should stay focused and he is fine and I'm flunking out. Yeah, he, I think that was like the game changer for him. I mean, it took him going back home and talking to Pete and then throwing that stupid horseshoe um, to like finally realize like, right, I lost my focus. I just have to focus again. But the daydream thing was kind of like what set him off. 
that horseshoe is the fish slap. It's the anvil that falls on your head. And it's like, <laughs> message, message, yeah. moral of the story. It's like, no, stop it. You did such a good job last time. Why <laughs> is this what you felt the need to do to us this time? Yeah. They just wanted to make us suffer. There was also, by the way, um, the movie theater with the three movies listed. Did you catch that? Because I I wrote down the titles. There were three movies playing at the movie theater. They were called The Goof Father, The Goofinator, and Pup Fiction. Oh, that made me fiction so wasn't as good. happy. No, yeah, the other two were great, but still, it made me so happy. Why wasn't the third one Goof Fellas? Oh, yeah, Walt Disney and Co. Why wasn't it? <laughs> You're better at this than they are. Shit, maybe you should write a not so goofy movie. That'll be the title. <laughs> not and another goofy, goofy movie. Oh, there you go. That's, see, you really are better at this. Don't ask for my help. I will just ruin your movie. <laughs> oh, I want you there anyway. Oh, I'll be there to laugh at all of your jokes and say, yes, it's good. It's great. Let's do this. I'll be your cheerleader, I guess. Oh, no. No. <laughs> um, I do like, by the way, at the end of the movie, um, when... They're, they've graduated and they have their little heart-to-heart. Oh, wait, first of all, at the end, end of the X Games, I love that it's a shared trophy thing. I mean, they win the trophy, and then at the end, he says that it's his because blah, 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 whatever. And he has a little note, I think. Max has a note to Goofy. I don't remember what it is exactly, but something along the lines of, like, I love you, Dad, essentially. <laughs> oh, it's, oh, I remember. It's something like, I'm not, like, a little kid anymore, but I'll always be your son or something. And I thought yeah. that was cute. Um, it was. Yeah. But I also really love that it's like, yeah, come on in. We're going to have pizza. The pizzas are here. Blah, blah, blah. And Goofy's like, yeah, no, I'm going to go out with my girlfriend now because I'm understanding. At least I'm hoping this is what it was. I'm understanding how to balance being here for my son and actually celebrating with him. But then letting him continue celebrating with his friends while I go off and celebrate with my girlfriend. Because we both have separate lives and meeting in the middle is important, but also separate lives. Well, yeah, but that was supposed to be the message of the first one. And we saw how quickly he lost that. So I don't have any faith. Mm. No, but... Maybe, wait, Max graduated too. This movie didn't understand college. Yeah, yeah he graduated <laughs> from that year. <laughs> yeah, apparently every year you have a graduation. Good, okay, that works for me. Um, but yeah, uh, it, hopefully that was just community college and then Max is going to go get his, like, bachelor's degree or something at a university or maybe at that university and you know goofy's gonna go back home and oh god i don't even know how that would work out because then he loses his girlfriend so yeah no that doesn't work he's just gonna be awful forever well join us next week for a goofy movie three (laughs) when max gets a bachelor's degree in english (laughs) that would be awesome Um, no not even slightly don't get a bachelor's degree in english yeah, um, speaking from experience, really, just don't do it. It is, 
a waste. No, you know what? I'm an English teacher now. So if you're going to go for that, totally get a bachelor's degree in English. Maybe don't study poetry, though. Well, um, as John Mulaney says, I paid someone $120,000 to tell me to read Jane Austen, and then I didn't. I've never read Jane Austen. So, yeah. I'm sure they told you to at some point. No, because I was a poetry major. See? Nobody told me to read that. <laughs> you hear that? Poetry majors are teaching your children. <laughs> now, they did tell me to read Shakespeare. Does that help? We, we did Shakespeare. We're not going back. <laughs> Now, what was your final rating of this movie? Oh, um, before I tell you my final rating, let me tell you something really, really interesting that I found. And it's only interesting because I have an OCD brain and I couldn't let it go. And I searched, I'm not kidding you, probably for a half hour to find this answer. I don't know if it's the true answer. I found it on two different places, like two different people posted about it. So I'm just going to believe them, even if it's a lie. There is a number that is in the movie two or three different times. Um, one of the times that I remember is at the X Games, there's some fan in the background holding up like a sign. Um, and it says 4351700, except I can't remember which time, but one of the times the number is kind of written backwards. There's a dash between it. Anyway, point is this number shows up multiple times. Finally, <laughs> based on my research, I found out that it is the copyright registration number of the goofy 70s standard with an Afro artwork. That hurt me because I found this number to be so intriguing that I went and searched for so long. And then I was like, really, that's it? It's a like copyright registration number to a, a piece of art? No, no, screw you. I wanted it to be better than that. Well, it wasn't an Easter egg for you. It was an Easter egg for the artists, I guess. Yeah. It just, it hurt me a little to find out that that's all it was. But also it's kind of cool. Yeah. <laughs> so is that number your rating? That's my, yes, 4351700. That was probably somebody's phone number, by the way. I can't imagine how many times they got phone calls, no matter where in the world it was. <laughs> um, okay, my final rating, though. Um, I gave it 60% because... I really wanted it to be good because I loved a goofy movie so much and it was so close to my heart and like just all the characters I love them so much and while there was some good stuff in it like you know Bobby and Sylvia um there for the most part I was just kind of done with it I didn't want to want it to keep going I kept looking at the time left on the movie like okay is it almost over you know and that's never a good sign um it wasn't completely torturous it's not like I was so sick of it but I probably will never go back and watch it again yeah I gave it a 52 for similar reasons Bobby and Sylvia were both great and she was a welcome addition to mm -hmm. the cast there were a lot of fun one-liners, but the rest of the movie dragged. And a lot of the other characters weren't very likable. And the morals were just so clunky and forced in. It yeah. didn't feel like you earned them. And it didn't feel like the movie earned them the way it did in the first film. Yeah. I guess I, I, I'm still holding on to like my childhood 
and saying I'm gonna have to give it above a 50. <laughs> you did. Well, too, I gave it slightly. Yeah, I gave it way above. I probably should have given it a lower rating, but there are a lot of first movies out there. And I'm sure we'll watch them soon. <laughs> I'm sure. <laughs> well, okay. Yeah. All right, thank you guys for hanging out for our two bonus episodes. Uh, tune into our regular podcast schedule, but keep an eye out for our future bonus content. And you can subscribe to our podcast to get it automatically. Yeah, and we will be posting, as with all of them, the new episodes as they're available to you on our social media accounts. So check those out. We are on Instagram at Millennials at the Movies, Twitter, Millennials ATM. And my personal Twitter is Ami, that's A-M-I, underscore movies. And mine is cantaloupe, underscore eyes, like the fruit. We'll see you guys next time. Bye.